Whether it's in your church or nonprofit or your community on mission, when you're looking for leaders to whom to give more of your time and focus, ask yourself these questions. Who are those men and women around you that are leaning in to everything you do as a leader? Who are those that are always looking to lend you a hand or serve others in the organization? And which people take what you teach and really run with it and apply it to their lives and immediately share these things with those around them? Those are the ones you really want to start pouring into. These are the ones who will be a pleasure to lead and give your life to because they're hungry and they're faithful. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. In other words, discipleship is a lifestyle. This is the stuff your parents, pastors, and seminary professors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Heath Hollinsby, my brother, good to be back with you. Good to be back with everyone here on oh, yeah. uh, Life School Podcast. All right. We sound so much better now that we're back together. These yeah. nice mics. You know. Episode two seventy two. Yeah. Um, hey, are you um, you guys homeschool, right? Yep. So, how does that affect your, uh, you know, going into summer when it's basically been summer since March? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. We so we've actually st- stuck with the curriculum, so the kids finished out the year, and are they done? Yeah, just finishing up actually right now. Got a couple weeks left. So, what do you you have some sort of ceremony or like what's the program? How do they, they mark they get, time? <laughs> yeah, we. I don't know. We've never. We've always been part of a co-op where they do a end of year ceremony that yeah. we kind of go with their yearly schedule. They're not doing that, so maybe I'll just take them out to a nice dinner and we'll go have milkshakes or something and say, "Hey, job well done this year." Definitely got to mark another year of you know, add a boy. But know? you know what's funny is my kids are uh, they're they're business people, man. Like my son London is now <laughs> mowing yards in the neighborhood, uh, and he's he keeps pretty steep rates, and he doesn't let people talk. I mean, he's eleven. What's and, what's he getting for mowing? Like twenty five bucks a yard. Okay, somebody here, and we have pretty big yards. Yeah. This college student says, I'm home for the summer. Um, weed whack, blow off your driveway and sidewalk, cut everything. Doesn't matter what size yard you have, 20 bucks. Oh, man. I was like, what? That's amazing. That's way less than I'm paying, but he can only do it for the summer. For the summer hey, yeah. Anyway. So. My son, yeah, my son is like, can we do it for 15? He's like, nope. On the next house. Oh, it's totally go to, go twenty or twenty five. Yeah, Rowan's selling lemonade, and he ta- Rowan, my my second asked me the other day. He's like, "Can I start making hand sanitizer? And we can sell bottles on the sidewalk." And I'm like, "I mean, they're I'll just give him a little man. tip that we learned from our you know driveway happy hour. If you're selling that lemonade, have a little hand sanitizer out there for folks. Yeah. It makes it look like, hey, this kid's clean. He's trying. <laughs> he you cares. Know, he's yeah. kidding. He cares. <laughs> look at look at all the care. Yeah. What about <laughs> you guys? Are you summer thrown off at all? Are you guys? Oh yeah. Well, we talked a couple weeks back about how our our trip to uh, the mountains in Tennessee was jacked up. So it's a bummer because it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but you know, God is good. And so we're wondering like, okay, well, what else are we supposed to do? <laughs> you know, with that time, yeah. some of that time was like locked in as off. And so uh, Tina and I are still thinking, I think we're going to probably do a bit of uh, catching up around the house and yard yeah. work and uh, some day kind of vacationy things, That's more fun. of a staycation, but uh, you can get, still get a little bit of work and stuff done. I don't, you know, I think for us, it's even harder to, take vacations in a sense mentally because like our life and ministry and work and it's all one thing sure but as we've talked about before we like to work from rest and so we we work hard to plan out rest and vacations and breaks and stuff before we kind of fill up the year yeah and so when it gets messed up like this we're like well but 
<laughs> well, now when, you know, because <laughs> now there's a big gap till the next break, you know, yeah. so I don't know. We're going to, we'll make it. Anyway. Well, if you have not yet subscribed to the Life School podcast on your, your daycations, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can go to uh, 123lifeschool.com forward slash subscribe and listen to some episodes. It might be good for you and Tina to go back and listen to some of the stuff over your I'm always like, you listen to that episode, right, honey? And she's like, uh. My wife's the same way. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm working right. my butt off for this thing. It's you like, better they're, listen. They're like 30 minutes late. <laughs> so if you, yeah, if, again, if you want to subscribe, we got a ton of different platforms you can subscribe to the podcast on. Yeah. You get a list of those at 123lifeschool.com forward slash subscribe. And if you're not yet one of the thousands of people in the Facebook group, um, join it so we can chat and stay in touch and talk. And you can get there by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash Facebook. Yep. And in uh, one more little, you know, community service announcement, right? Yep. Two weeks from now, we're changing the name of the podcast to Everyday Disciple. Okay, so the Everyday Disciple podcast becoming a real thing. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I like that name. And uh, folks won't have to resubscribe and all, but when all of a sudden it shows up in your feed, right? Yeah. Or when you come to the Facebook group and it's like, hey, it's got a new name. So we'll probably do some things like formerly Life School Podcast, you know, yeah, but, sure. but in print. But the show is just going to kind of switch over. Yeah. And then it's the same stuff we're doing. And there'll be some minor tweaks. And we'll talk more about that next week in Prep the final episode before the switch over. But anyway. Awesome. All right, let's dive in here, my brother. Yeah, so, okay, last episode, we talked about pastors and leaders needing to probably stop doing about 80% of what they were currently doing uh, or had been doing in the yeah. past. And if you missed that episode, you might want to go give it a listen uh, and then come back to, to do this one right it's, afterwards. Yeah, it wasn't really a two-parter per no. se, but it kind of is. It feeds the other, it yeah. Can, yeah. Uh, but we also kind of teased out this reality of handing off lots of responsibility and, and how that will necessitate the developing and the training of a lot more leaders in the church and even in your community. Yeah. And what we want to do today is to help folks know who to look for so that they don't end up wasting a ton of time trying to develop the wrong people. Yeah, or like this handing off idea didn't work, did it? You know, yeah, yeah, right? exactly. So back on you, Pastor, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't want that happening for folks. And yeah. I, I think there are ways to, you know, prayerfully but wisely um identify who would be the people that are most faithful and there are going to be um, you know, people you, you would feel really good about handing off to. In fact, you'll find people that do things a whole lot better than you do, right? So yeah. ultimately, rather than just looking for warm bodies to sort of, you know, abdicate your responsibilities to, smart leaders are wondering who they should trust and how they can find more of those people. Yeah. And I know some of you are listening and you're like, well, we don't have that big a community, you know, like, or maybe you're, you're listening through the lens of a missional community and you're sure. like, there's only like five or six of us couples. Okay, this is still going to apply, trust me, because it's just a proportional thing. So there might be one yeah. or two people that you go, I really need to start developing them. Yeah. Like I want to start pouring into them and giving them our best time and let them have responsibility. If you're in a church of 500, then then there's there's probably a dozen of these people, right? At yeah. least. And if you're in a giant church, wow. Like easily you can do this 80-20 switch that we talked about last Easy. week, right? So yeah. anyway, that that's what we want to do is we want to help people um be able to do that, you know. That's cool. You know, over the course of our friendship and the various things we've done from either the podcast or Cigars and Theology, different things like that, the the Oikos group, uh, you've you've done a really good job of identifying potential leaders, people that are pressing in. And I'm kind of curious, um, how do you do that? Like, how do you how do you as Caesar identify your next leaders and not waste a ton of time uh, investing in people that? you know, might not be ready for it or might not be willing to be up to the challenge. Just kind of curious how you, how you, how you designate those. Thanks for asking. Thanks for those nice words. Um, it's not a perfect process, but I have found over time, like lots of different ministry and loads of bit, dozens of businesses and things like that, that are, that there are, I've noticed patterns, right? Yep. So who are those men and women around you that are leaning in? 
You know, mm-hmm. in other words, they want to be around and everything you do as a leader, they're like, they're going to default to like, yep, be, I'm with you. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I'm looking, I'm looking for those people versus, you know, the Eeyores that are like, oh, this is not, uh, I don't, why would we, you know, like not those people. That's not who I'm generally looking for first. Sure. <laughs> uh, who are those who are always looking to lend a hand and, and either help you serve or they're always looking to serve others. That's just, mm-hmm. they do. There's real maturity in that. There's sure. humility in that. You know, which people take what you teach and then really run with it. Hmm. They don't have to challenge everything before giving it a spin, but they're like, well, all right, I trust you. Let's, let's start applying that to our lives. Sure. And, they, and then they immediately start sharing that with others, right? Yeah. Those are the ones, like from a top level sort of flyover that you really want to start looking for okay. and pouring into. And right now, as I'm saying this, I know people are thinking about, you know, that's so-and-so in my life. That's hmm. so-and-so in our community. That's so-and-so in our staff. But that's not so-and-so on our staff, (laughs) right? So this is illuminating, right? So anyway, these are the people that are going to be a pleasure to lead and give your life to. And and think about when when you're trying to hand off and you're trying to grow and you're developing leaders, don't you want to spend it with people that are a pleasure? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And and these types of people are because they're hungry and they're faithful. (laughs) So go for those. Look for that in a general sense. So who would you say specifically are people looking to develop as their next generation of leaders? Like, how will you, how will you know when you see them? Do you just kind of guess it? Are there certain qualities that people exhibit that we could be looking to identify as the next, maybe best and potentially most effective and faithful leaders? I think so. So do that general flyover that I just kind of described, right? Okay. But here's, here's a method that I've used, and, and I, I, don't, I don't claim like full authorship to this. I, it's kind of been pieced together from other things that I've learned and taught and sure. um, be, have been around. And I call these the five C's of leadership. Okay. It's five different Caesars that you're, no, it's kidding. <laughs> five C's. And I think there was a four C's that helped me start thinking through this, but then I was like, hmm, uh, there's a fifth C actually. So let me suggest these five qualities that you look for in people who are potentially going to be really strong leaders. And they all start with the letter C. That's why we call them that. So, so these first four are character, chemistry, capacity, and calling. Okay. Okay. I'll go through those a little bit. Great. So character, you know, you're asking yourself, does this person have the personal, spiritual, and emotional life needed by someone who's going to lead others? Hmm. That's a great question. Okay. Do they, you know, or, or do they at least have the desire to develop that? Because yeah. maybe they're younger in the faith or just younger, period. You know, does he or she have good follow through, letting mm. their yes be a yes and done? Yeah. Like if they say they're going to do it, you don't have to wonder. Yeah. Like, yep, they're going to do it and it'll be done. Yep. And if there's something, they'll come back and let me know and then they'll go back and it'll be done. So, you know, do they do the right things in life and, and with others, regardless of reward or recognition? Yeah. You know, like, well, they were doing the right thing, but then I forgot to thank them once and then now they're all bummed. Yeah. But, you know, then they were doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. So yeah. that's all character stuff. So you're looking, you're looking at character and that's first on the list for a pretty important reason. So. As it should be. I mean, I've worked in like, you know, many churches, same with ministry where that is character is not the first people will put other attributes before character. Like capacity. Yeah. Which I think we're going to get Job to. Job description and they can get a lot done. Yep. So that's what we need. So hire them. No integrity like, throws people under the bus. But you just skipped over two really important ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man of character. Like be people that are pursuing character first and foremost. Yeah. It will always serve you and it will avoid so much you know, heartache and stuff. Second one is chemistry. Like do you and others like hanging out with this person? Yeah. Think about it. If you're developing them and you're locking arms and you're going to do ministry together and do life on life together, it's so it's it's okay to want to like like them. <laughs> you yeah. know, do do people enjoy working with him or her? Yep. You know, would you trust this person to have your back 
when challenging situations arise or, you know, personal attacks come your way? Yeah. Would you trust that person? You know, it's funny you say that a, a little secret to the music business, because you worked in the music business for years. I did as well with touring. A lot of people are like, what's it take to make it? I can travel the world and do music. And for me, it was always, it, what I learned was it wasn't always the best players. It was, it was the, it was the chemistry. Absolutely. What ha- when you're waking up at 3 a.m. to get to the airport with 12 other people, or you're on a bus with somebody for, for four months. Or you just found out your flight's leaving way early, so sorry that's not your job, but we're all packing up the gear tonight, and, yeah, and everybody's like, here. on it, I'm on it, no problem. That There's was no so much more important than, yep. can you play this, these chords a little bit faster? Can you do a little bit, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely, yep. Yeah, chemistry's huge. huge absolutely, huge. that's right. So, you know, and people think, well, you know, in light of the gospel and as believers, everybody should get along. We're not talking about getting along. We're talking about being human and saying, do you like hanging out with this person? Yeah. Like we've run so many businesses and had so many staff and probably thousands of volunteers in our lifetime, Tina and I, that we've led. I want to like hanging out with these people. Exactly. You know, the EGRs, you know, the extra grace required, I don't necessarily put them to top of my gonna develop sure you know list right yep. i'm not saying we don't i mean i know some people are hearing this and they're they're not gonna like the tone of this you know sure like we love everybody yeah i'm not talking about we don't love them i'm not talking about we don't serve people we're talking about when you're trying to pick out of like a lot of people or a few people and you've only got so much time to develop others chemistry is important yeah it just it's Absolutely. gonna be it's gonna be especially that last little thing i was saying is like do you trust this person to have your back when like stuff you know gets bad or weirdness happens or yeah. personal attacks come all right so character and, and chemistry really important hmm. all right third one is capacity you know does he or she have the necessary time in their current schedule or the, this season of life to be able to lead others. Hmm. Sometimes you feel like, man, this person's great character. I love hanging out with them. Their yes is a yes. They're really great. Um, and they have a lot of capacity. But like right now, man, the, you know, their commute is brutal. Or they've got a special needs child and they're having to drive, you know, an hour and a half both, you know, twice a day sure. to doctor's appointments or special, you know, stuff or whatever. And it's like, they're awesome. But right now, their current schedule and season of life doesn't give them the capacity. Sure. Right? Uh, and that's life. Right? That's yeah. life. So don't don't burden them further because chances are that's the kind of person that's going to say yes or tend to anyway. Yep. So be wise enough to say, hey, is the capacity a capacity now? How about this? Is this person physically and emotionally healthy? Hmm. Have you ever worked with someone who can just get a lot done and they really can, yep. but they're always kind of high drama and emotionally like just melting down and oh, they kind of nightmare. suck everybody into it, Absolutely. but they'll take on a lot of load. Yep. They'll say yes and they'll take stuff off your plate. Absolutely. Right. So, but the, you're not necessarily serving that person very well or your community or yourself if they're not physically and emotionally healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, do they, how about, do they react well under stress or, you know, when people and things get hard? Like it's tough, right? That's why, you know, we talk about like truly making disciples is life on life, life in community and life on mission. Yeah. You, you want to be able to observe people. Like, you know, I was watching this couple and I was watching when this, this happened, right. And, or this problem came up or there was this financial need or this person got really upset about something in the community. And I watched this person and how they reacted under stress Hmm. and they were great and they were humble. And yet, they still spoke the truth in love and they got the job done. They didn't go, well, you know, if everybody's not going to be happy with me, you know, right. Which is the main reason capacity shouldn't be number one. Because if somebody buckles under that with no integrity and no character, right. You're in trouble. Yeah. And And so when the fire comes and they have actually a person, a character behind the wheel, 
Man, so much, such a different story. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So you see how this is kind of adding up, right? Absolutely. Great to have the capacity, but if they have character and chemistry, now we're getting close, right? And and sometimes too, um, we've had to look for like couple capacity. Hmm. meaning like this won't be everybody's, you know, situation just depending on size of church or community or whatever. Sure. But if you're looking at say like, uh, we're going to multiply our initial community coming up here in the fall. And so I really like, I'm going to start pouring into this couple because I think they really have the character and chemistry to, to do this. But you know what? Um, one of the couple, you know, the husband or the wife, they're not nearly as uh, available right now sure. because of their job or because they are tending to like an elderly parent that's just gone into like hospice or, or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as a couple, they don't have capacity and that's a trickier one to assess. But you're like, yeah, but he's got time and he's a rock star. Yeah. yeah but he's got to be serving his wife and he's got to exactly. be serving his family or vice versa or whatever the situation is. Right. Yep. And so when you took when you look at people, especially you're talking one flesh, we're the church, we should be doing this better than the world. You want to look at couple capacity as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it might, it might not be, it's, it's never, it might just be it's not now is a great time. Yeah, exactly. But but oh boy, their their character is awesome, and and we love hanging out with them. Their chemistry is just everybody loves hanging out with them. But we gotta we gotta help them get past this time. Sure. And we have couples even now that we're coaching where like they wanted to get start coaching and really getting after developing a missional community like a year ago. Okay. But they said, well, we've got this health issue that we're helping a family member with, and we had to move them in. Hmm. But in about six or nine months, we think we'll be we'll past be that. Yeah. Then they came back. And they said we're past that. Great. Yeah. Great. Life right? is life is seasons, right? Like yeah. you got to be understand that those seasons come and go yep, right okay fourth one is calling okay you know is this person is he or she called to this specific work at this specific time hmm. so like i you know we were talking about the 80 20 rule last week on the show and getting stuff off your plate that's not part of your values or what brings you energy or yeah. it part of your gifting or it's not even the right stuff um but to hand off to others that put them under a heavy burden and they hate doing it too but they're they're good. Mm. They're good people, right? They have the capacity, chemistry, and character. Um, is that person called? I'll tell you, calling trumps a lot of stuff. Yeah, it does. Because when the going gets tough and you have a calling, you can you look beyond the present ugh yep. or the present like lack of momentum or the present pushbacks. So is that person called to this specific work and at this time? Hmm. You know, is the timing right? Um, are these the people and place that they're called to work among? Yeah. So you go like, I got this couple. They're going to be great. I really, I'm going to stuff them in the nursery. Hmm. And they're like, you know, we raised babies like 30 years ago <laughs> and we want to serve and we'll serve anywhere. But you know what? We still, we have such a heart for like college students. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or whatever. Right. You just, for example. Sure. And so you want to try to also, that's one of the C's you want to start, to, you want to start to look for like, is this specific work uh, part of their calling? Like they mm. really, cause you, you find someone with calling man and oh, yeah. there's the implication there and like, we're giving our lives to this and our resources and our time. And, and man, when the going gets tough, we're still going Yep, because exactly. God's called us to this. So yeah. that's big. That's really well, big too. Okay. So I might be wrong, but I'm counting, uh, I'm counting four. That's four, okay? Okay. You, you noticed that. Good. Yeah. You, you, I'm glad you can count to four. <laughs> Five. All right. Okay. So um, you also probably notice I put a great deal of emphasis on character, yeah. right? That's because character can and must be continually being developed. Yep. I, I don't know of anybody who's just exactly like Jesus. You yep. know, I'm not. Sure. Right? I don't know anybody who is. And I know some really strong leaders. But if they don't presently demonstrate a fairly mature character... It might be a signal to wait on giving your best leadership time to them. Okay, yeah. poor poor character leads to all sort all sorts of yet to be discovered problems. Okay, so anyway, here's your fifth C. All right, okay. settle down, <laughs> settle down. It's competency. Huh. Okay, this is something that can be developed in any person who has character and capacity. Okay. 
competency. So my experience, those with high capacity are continuous learners and they develop new competencies all the time. Hmm. And I put competency at the end of this list because to be honest, it's something of a second tier concern. Okay. And I know that that's maybe not the way we, like, you know, you said like, people go after cap, you know, capacity. Sure. And then I think in most church settings and even business settings, they go after competency. Yep. You have the Those right the degree, two. right? A little yeah. bit of experience doing it. And you... And we could teach you the systems and so you're going to work well, out. So, but what about competency? Like, yeah. well, I, I think it's second tier. And it's because you can learn stuff, right? Yeah. If you have great character and, and you know, high comp, you know, high capacity, you're going to do, you're going to learn, right? Yeah. It matters, but doesn't matter as much as the others, I think. Yeah. So still, if you want to begin measuring this aspect of leadership, you can look at the following. Does this person have some recognized gifting and skills that they are using to serve others? Hmm. That you know, right? Yeah, that's a really. So great they have question. some competency there, and they have some passion, and they have some gifting. Are their goals for leadership in line with those gifts? Hmm. And what I mean by that is, I've had people who were great, and they had great character, and they had the capacity, and I liked hanging with them. And they came to me and they said, "You know, I really want to start doing this in our community or for the church." And you sure. go, "Hmm, you know, I don't know if your gifting is in line with that leadership goal." Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And I don't want to, I don't really want to step on anybody's toes here so people can kind of read between <laughs> those gaps, lines. Yeah. But we've all had those people where you're like, you know, I've seen you do that or I've heard yeah. you try to do that or whatever. And, and though it can be developed, it might not be in line with your gifting. You know, your gifting is so strong over here. Hmm. Now, I seem to be kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here because I'm saying people can be developed in competency to a point. Sure. To a point if they've got character, right, and capacity. Yeah. But it's really important to start looking, are there goals and, and, and leadership in line with giftings, okay? Mm. And here's another one. Does this person regularly pursue growth in their existing strengths and their areas of weakness? Yeah. See, that all speaks to competency for me. Like life, we've talked a lot on the show about being lifelong learners. Yep. And so when I look for people that are like, hey, I really want to start helping out with this. And I'm like, oh, all right. Like, have you ever done it before? And they're like, a little. But you know what? I recently was reading some stuff. And uh, in a couple of weeks, my wife and I are going, there's this conference that's going to be kind of teaching on some of this. And we yeah. just signed up for it on our own dime and we're going. And I think I can develop this a little bit more. Let's see how it goes. You tell me, you mm. know. And so they go, oh, man, they're pursuing that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's right? a really both cool an feature. area of strength or an area of weakness. Yeah, that's there's maturity in that. That speaks back to character, doesn't it? Yeah, and I'm I mean 109 episode 109. I remember it's one of my favorites of all time on on what it looks like to be a lifelong learner and how yeah. important that is and you know putting yourself in a place of constantly wanting to learn. Yeah, but you're correct. I worked for many organizations and even churches who go, no, we'll hire off capacity, competency, and then maybe character that stuff. And they might be great with capacity, but when they don't have character... Well, that's it, why... What, what are the statistics on how long the average person works at a church? Oh, it's not, nothing anymore. It's, it's like so, 18 months or something? It's so low. Yeah. It's so... That's because they're not applying the five C's here. <laughs> you know, one of the things I'm remembering you talking about is I think... Don't you have a free e-guide that kind of outlines all this yeah. stuff? Yep. You can download it. Yep. And I, I put a little like kind of redirect link for folks. They can get... It's just called Who Are Your Next Leaders, but it really walks through everything we talked about today, but even oh, cool. deeper, right? Yeah. And it kind of acts like a guide, so you can kind of... Yeah, you'll have everything. Um, you can go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash leaders. Okay. Okay. Forward slash leaders. And you can download that right now for free. Okay. 
And I'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. And I'll probably put it at the end of the big three, but you can just go there. One, two, three, lifeschool.com forward slash leaders and download that straight away. And if that's not enough, we're going to give you another free thing right here. And that's the big three, <laughs> because as always, we want you to leave with the big three takeaways from today's topic that if nothing else, things we don't want you to miss and you get it as a printable PDF of this week's big three in the form of a free download by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Caesar, what are the big three for this week? Okay, first, don't miss this. As a pastor or leader in the church, your job is not to do everything for everyone. Amen. Right? That kind of echoes from last week again. Equipping the saints for acts of service is Jesus' plan for growing us all in maturity and unity. Right there again, go look that up in Ephesians 4. Making leadership development and equipping your top priority, it's not only wise and effective, but it's how God intends his family to function. Wow. I know it feels like, oh, I'm just trying to get out of work and I don't know, this is what they hired me for. It's like, be wise. You know, this is Jesus' plan. It's all going to go better with us when we trust him for this. (laughs) Okay, two, uh, your identity and self-worth does not come from all the tasks and responsibilities that you shoulder within the church. Hmm. And if it does, and be honest here, I want to remind you of God's great love for you in Christ. Yeah. You never have to perform or do anything to earn that love. And we say this a lot in the show, but the I need to hear it every day, okay? Amen. And also, by doing things that others could be equipped to do, maybe even better than you, okay. um, you may be robbing others of the opportunity to use their gifts within the church and experience all that God has for them and all the growth and maturing and multiplication that we can experience. Hmm. I, I really firmly believe one of the reasons that we have not seen multiplication like we could be within the church is because we've got this 80-20 thing we talked about last week going on where just a very few people are being paid to do a little bit of stuff. They're overworked. A lot of it's out of their giftings. Yep. Uh, they didn't go through the five C's before they got stuck in those roles and all that. And it's just it's it's just a built-in cap, yeah. Right, and yeah, we're keeping right. people from experiencing all that God has for them hmm. and for us collectively. Absolutely, it affects everybody. All right, third, look around your community for those faithful men and women around you that are leaning in to everything you do as a leader. Okay. okay, who are those that are always looking to lend you a hand or serve others? You know, which people take what you teach and they apply it. Hmm. And, they, and then they share it with others, right? And then I want you to look for those people and then apply those five C's we just talked about. Download that guide, get that. But okay. apply those five C's and the criteria to their lives. And be sure to ask God if those are the people you should be giving your best time and effort to equip. Hmm. And then talk with those people and let them know that you see qualities in them that you'd like to help develop and release to serve others. Yeah. And that'll bless them. And then I'll, I, we've seen so many people just be humbled and step up and go, wow, if you see me that way, I want to try. And I, I, with your help and by God's grace, and, and that's a beautiful thing. It's uh, a beautiful thing. Thanks for those, man. Again, if you want those as a uh, free printable PDF, um, you get it as a download by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. And that is it for today. That's it for today. Thanks for being here, my, my brother. And I for those it. who dialed us up today. Hey, next week, we're going to talk about the importance of having a special weekly family dinner night in your home and how to make these dinner nights incredibly awesome, right? Yep. Special guest? Yep. My wife, Tina, who is sort of the master of all things food, fun, and family related. She's going to join us, and I think folks are going to love it. It'll be very practical sort of how-tos next week on uh, having an awesome family dinner night. So it's awesome. Great, man. Thanks for being with us today. For more information on the show, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. (laughs) 